0: Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hempel. Visit our website at active-faith.org, and you can email me at stevehempel one at me.com. The last episode, we talked about the seven main covenants in Scripture. Those were the covenant in Eden, number one, which is dominion of the earth. Two, with Adam blocked the way to the tree of life. Three, with Noah, never flood the earth again, the whole earth again. And four, Abraham, which was about land and descendants. Five, Moses, the law. Six, David, descendant would rule forever. And seven, the new covenant, which is Christianity. Today, we're covering the ancient covenant symbols and steps. Uh, You know, every covenant had a symbol in scripture Uh, for Eden. It was a symbol of purity or perfection. Sometimes we use an apple with a drop of water on it. We don't know that it was an apple, but it was a forbidden fruit. And that idea of purity and perfection was the Edenic covenant. Second, with the Adamic covenant, which was with Adam, there was the flaming sword. Uh, That was blocking the way to the tree of life. With number three and Noah, it was the rainbow. Uh, Four and Abraham, it was circumcision. Five with Moses, uh, circumcision continued, but also the Torah came into play. Six, the uh, Davidic covenant was the Torah, but also David's throne, a symbol of an eternal king. And then seven, the new covenant uses that throne, which is mentioned in Acts 2, and then the cross is a symbol of the new covenant. The Lord's Supper is a symbol. Baptism is a symbol. So we have lots of symbols with that new covenant. Now I want to give you the uh, 10 steps of the ancient covenant. You had to do all 10 or you weren't in covenant. You couldn't do six or eight of them and be mostly in covenant. You're either in covenant or you weren't. Uh, we'll go over these in detail in future weeks and what each step meant but there's 10 of them. First, there was a robe exchange. Second, a belt exchange. Third, a weapon exchange. Fourth, sacrifice was required. Fifth, the walk of death. Six was a mark on the body. Seven was a pronouncement of blessings and curses. Eight was a covenant meal. Nine was a name exchange exchange and 10 was a firstborn son exchange. As I said, we're going to get into each of these over the next few episodes. Uh, The tie-ins to the New Testament equivalents are fascinating. You don't want to miss these next few weeks, but let's talk for just a moment about David and an interesting point about covenants connected with David. David's purpose is revealed in 2 Samuel 3. It says in the New century version, through my servant David, I will save my people Israel from the Philistines and from all their enemies. 2 Samuel 3, verse 18. So that was his purpose. Do you know your kingdom purpose? David's purpose was to defeat the Philistines and all Israel's enemies. That is the reason for his great success in battle. David knew his purpose and was focused on accomplishing his purpose. Again, do you know yours? When you're in the middle of your purpose, you're content, you're fulfilled, you're happy, you you lose track of time. Your purpose is, is fulfilling what you were created for. As long as David did that and went to battle, God gave him favor, and he saw great success accomplishing his purpose. But when he stayed home and he sent his army to fulfill his purpose, he had trouble. He looked at a naked woman taking a bath on a nearby roof, and it messed up all kinds of things for Israel and for David's family. So discover your purpose and focus on exercising your gift and that purpose. Uh, Notice what David said when he heard Goliath taunting the Israelite army, which he'd been doing for 40 days. This is 1 Samuel 17, 26. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Well, what did that mean? What was that all about? Well, the uncircumcised Philistine was a symbol that he wasn't in covenant with God. David was in covenant with the living God. Goliath didn't stand a chance. It didn't matter if he was 30 feet tall. David saying, I got God on my side. I can't possibly lose. He was measuring his enemy against God instead of measuring himself against his enemy. David was in covenant with the living God and Goliath was not. This is why covenant is important. It drives out fear by helping us focus on how big God is and how he empowers us to accomplish what he designed us to accomplish. The enemies against that don't stand a chance. Lord, Help me to know my kingdom purpose and to accomplish today and every day what you want done. Not one thing more, because that would be prideful, and not one thing less, because that would be wasteful in Jesus' name. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to be sure you're in covenant with God and then ask him to help you know your kingdom purpose so you can accomplish that fully and completely. If you'd like to donate to active-faith.org, you can do that on the website. See you next time on Battle Plan, and we're going to cover the ancient covenant step one, the robe exchange, and what that's all about. I want to encourage you and invite you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you, and I love you. Have a great day.